You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Revenge After Show for Season 3, Episode 20, <laughs> Revolution. Start a revolution, got to revolution. That is Roxy Stryer. It is, indeed. And not starting the revolution is Anna Koppel. That's me, just doing not revolutions. She just wants to change the world, Koppel for mayor. Just the city. Yeah. Just the city. No. Um, anyway. Everywhere. Episode 20, revolution. So many things happened. No one saw this coming. At least I didn't. Saw what? The, the Pascal being Pascal. chopped up to bits? <laughs> Literally. Literally. No pun intended. It was mind blowing, pun intended. Yes, indeed. Um, this was a. This we'll obviously talk about that more in depth. But overall, overall impressions. I, I this was a great episode. I you help my episodes because you love them so much, and I'm like, yeah, okay, hell yeah. Because we're finally zoning in on very specifically on things that are happening. Yes, we see new developments, and and we'll we'll start with that. But you know, now we're kind of. We're going after things. You like the soap opera stuff, though. That's your thing. That's no, your the MO. soap opera would be like, Emily, I love you. No, but I can't love a you now. Soap opera isn't getting chopped to bits by a helicopter, and, and it's it's kind of like just these looks that Madeline Stowe gets, like in her eyes and with the eyebrows, that I just feel like, oh, this is really dramatic. But Roxy, like you said, watching it with Phil, I mean, it's kind of like watching a. Uh, like a children's show or a children's movie with a child, you're like, oh, this is kind of bad. But then the kid's like, this is amazing. You're like, okay, yeah, it's yeah, really good. It's totally yeah, awesome. you're right. <laughs> so okay, I I understand. We took a slight dip. Let's all be honest. We took a slight dip in the um this season initially, but now things are piecing together, and I feel it's I, I feel like we're getting to a really good place. What I will say is it's back to being original. You know, we're yeah. we're not repeating storylines. Uh, this is definitely, it's funny watching, uh, Amanda pretend to be, em- well, sorry, actually watching Emily Van Camp pretend to be Amanda, pretending to be Emily, pretending to be a detective. Like, Agent Rebecca Stone, oh, Homeland sorry. Security. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I messed that up. Agent. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it's just, it's hysterical at this point. Like, she's taken on so many personas. And speaking of taking on personas, apparently someone's taking on the persona of David Clark, or so Charlotte assumes. Well, it's not like they were signing the letters from David Clark, but they do sign them saying, I'll I'll say it again, as if I've said it before, or whatever it is. Which um, made me believe that perhaps, like, it was Emily initially? I was like, oh. No, because there's this cabin. Well, initially, before, before we knew that. I don't know why Jack didn't approach Emily about this, though. Because it's Jack. Yeah, good point. Um, Nolan was wondering about it, but he didn't tell Nolan either. I feel like this is... No, because Nolan knew about it, though. Nolan knew about what? About it being Jack. What? 
I'm so convinced that it's Jack because it's not Writing Jack. The letters? Yeah. No. Why would it Jack? It can't be. Fl- it's be- the mystery man. No, because it was like a throwaway conversation almost. But uh, we already found the man writing the letters. No, I think it's unrelated because <clears throat> when <laughs> worst Explain theory this ever. Theory. <laughs> it's <laughs> not Jack and Nolan were at Nolan's. Yes. And Nolan said something like, "I'll never understand the French." And then Jack was like, I learned that one the hard way. Yeah, about Margot. Margo. Okay, guys, settle down. Let me finish. Okay, so we've got that. <laughs> then Nolan said, well, at least you brought Charlotte back into the fold. And Jack said, uh, and yes, yeah, so something, something. And not. I thought of it as not losing every woman in my life to Daniel Grayson. Right. Mm-hmm. So your point th- is <laughs> at this point in the episode, he hadn't done anything. I mean, that's the only thing that happened with Charlotte is she got that letter. No, by that's going it. to help her. He's just helping her. By what? By, by just talking. By, finding, by just showing up. No, I'm bringing her to this guy's place and and making her realize that David Clark's not alive. But she, they hadn't been there yet at this I, point I, in the episode. I know, but he, but he's rekindling his friendship with Charlotte again. And just supporting what? her. Okay, but there's no way. Like literally, I will give it zero percent chance that Jack is writing these letters. What did Nolan mean then when he said you brought her back into the fold? And then what did Jack in turn mean by not losing every woman in my life? Because he lost Emily to to Daniel. Okay, I know what he meant obsessed. by that. But what did he mean? What is he doing? To actively bring Charlotte back into the fold by helping her by by being what? there for by helping her figure out who these letters are from. Uh, you guys, if only we could play this in real time. Anyway. It's called a DVR, but I wish we could have some insight into the mind yeah, of Yeah, Anna, Coppola. it's called a DVR. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I wish we could play this and comment on it, I guess, in real time. So that you could see that at this point in the episode, nothing had happened yet with Charlotte other than... Okay, here's the thing. He decided to help her. Here's the thing. I've read, because you were also convinced that we knew this mystery man in the cabin. <laughs> I know. Okay? I've seen him before. I went to 10 different recap blogs to be like, who the hell is this guy? And everyone quoted mystery man. So, one, we don't know this guy. Two, there's no mention that Jack is writing these letters. Okay, I understand that there's no mention of it, but okay. I'm standing by this. I think that Jack is writing these letters. That's number one. Why, okay. would, he, why would he mess with her like that? I don't think he's messing with her. I think he's like seeing this direction that she's taking, completely like following after Daniel, screwing over Nolan, being I, mean to Emily. And he's like, I don't like the person you're becoming. Like, I'm going to do something to take this into my own hands to, okay, make, so to bring me, her back into the fold, if you will. Okay, let, let's <laughs> let's argue this for the sake of argument. Why is he writing letters to Victoria? One, two. Not to Victoria, I, to Charlotte. But, but she did also, find those other. Victoria has letters from. To, to Charlotte. Victoria no. had no, some in her vanity, though. Yeah, well. she had an in her vanity that she had taken. They were addressed to Charlotte. Okay. She just hid them. Got it. Okay, so we have that. Um, okay, so... To, in theory, protect Charlotte. Okay, so how long has been Jack writing these letters? Even if they were to... <laughs> even if they were to Victoria, somebody needs to be copying the writing from somewhere. So it's not like... I mean, I'm sure he wrote her a letter at some point. So she can okay. still just have the letters. All in favor of this theory, say aye. Okay, you guys, do I do this during your predictions or anything? Like, it's not clear who they're coming from. It, we're it, not it, voting. We're coming from the mystery man. It was stamped to the mystery man's address. They traced back the stamp. 
And the mystery man clearly was writing the letters. We don't know why. We didn't know initially that it was Nolan that messed with my clone at the party either. Turned out it was, but I'm just saying, not every storyline is story totally clear right away. I'm not backing down from this. I'm sorry. I'm just okay. not. I'm you don't just have not. to. I, I stand your ground. Isn't that like Florida? <laughs> anyway. What? Stand your ground. Like you could shoot somebody so, if they come on. I'm just saying. Conrad you just compare me to the state of Florida. <laughs> All right. It's a law in Florida. Stand your ground. All right. As crazy as the theory is, Ugh. will you allow Roxy and I to discuss how we think it's the mystery man and why the mystery man? Why is the mystery man involved? Then what is his purpose in any of this? Why is he living in the cabin? Why is he supposedly mailing out Jack's letters? And why, <laughs> as we believe, did he kidnap Charlotte? Because Charlotte's well, needs some think air Jack's to walk working alone with the mystery man. Yes. But I actually think we know the mystery man through Daniel, and that's just my weird memory. I'm not really sure. I just, I just know that guy. I could have seen that guy in another show. Okay, I just think you that, saw him that, in a magazine. You saw him somewhere. somewhere. It was not revenge. I know that I've seen this guy before. He just looked very familiar to me. I'm like, no, we've seen him before for sure. Honestly, that happened to me in tonight's episode. At one point, they're thinking of what names Emily should go by to be a detective and or to be an agent, and she was like something Devereaux, and I was like Devereaux, which is the name of somebody on the originals, and I'm like, I watch too much tv i'm now confused about who's and where and what like yeah it, it, it's hard it's I a hard mean, life for us here at dear fans, let us know if you have this problem where you watch too much television <laughs> where you just can't keep it straight life anymore. is hard um no yeah. okay so anyway let's just work off the assumption for tonight's episode that it is the mystery man and if you are right that it's not the mystery man then, like, I will bow down to you and do your errands. For I don't need year. that. I've never made one right prediction on revenge ever. I don't know if like... I've made many right ones either. But anyway, so if it is the mystery man, then what is this mystery man after? How Who did he acquire? Sexy nerd? Who's sexy nerd? I can't. I can't How... pull, pull up the full <laughs> cast list of tonight's episode <laughs> except for sexy nerd and Christina Rubens. What? I'm trying to find the cast list to make any sense of Who this. Who played a sexy nerd? Everybody move your phones away from the mics because it's doing that staticky thing. Okay, yeah. can I just finish a thought? Oh my god, we're going to get Please. butchered for tonight. Um, okay, so working under the assumption it is the mystery man. Then, how did he acquire David Clark's letters to copy the handwriting? That's the part that we're missing. Yes. And he, well, he's doing absolute research he's got david clark books everywhere he's got a, a ring that says dc for david clark which jack takes we're not quite sure why maybe he's uh, and here's the thing if uncle if <laughs> here's that's the, an absurd theory but yours is not here's here's oh, why i'm gonna disprove why 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 uh mystery man and jack are not working together it's because you know, typically, in, especially in these types of dramas, you would have Jack bring Charlotte to the cabin, and then as they're leaving, Daniel or Jack would look over and give a little wink to Mystery Man as Mystery Man comes out of the closet. Also, the fact that Mystery Man's looking at Jack through the window. Later on, yeah. at the stowaway. Exactly. And again, but that's when you would have another wink yeah, moment yeah, of yeah. like, hey, go do We're, your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it, but that's fine. We all have our theories on life, love, pursuit of happiness, and revenge. So, um, there, anyway. There's some question, apparently, on these blogs. Who took Charlotte? Um, some people are saying Javier. I don't think it's what? Javier. 
Wait, what? It's oh, maybe that room. makes sense. Why? Why would that make sense? <laughs> this is a theory out there by fans. I didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. It makes sense because Daniel was just like, "Eh, shut it down. Like we own your idea now, and we don't need you to make it good. Get out of here." And Javier seriously just like said nothing and turned around and left. And I said out loud, "I was like, really? Just like that? No fight?" Because he put up this huge fight with Nolan, and the fact that he would just like turn around and say nothing at his own launch party. But what, what would strange. kidnapping Charlotte do? Because then he has leverage with Daniel, and he can be back on his. And you think he's exactly leverage torture? And who knows? I don't think it's correct theory, but it does give him leverage over both Nolan and Daniel at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's a, it's a decent theory. I it's, think it's a decent yeah. theory. I, I just think that it's the mystery man, and I think that the mystery man wants something that we obviously have no idea of yet, and he's holding her for ransom or something. But here's the thing, based off of, you know, again, we're kind of spending a lot of time on it, but I guess why not? Uh, <laughs> based off of the tone of the letters and the language, he's on our team? Yeah. Well, who who's our? Emily's. Yeah, but Charlotte's? You know, he, he in the, I know we'll talk about it in predictions, but in the scenes from next week, it didn't seem like he was doing very nice things to her while he had her mouth taped. No. No, not at all. So... It makes me hard to believe that he's actually on her team. This is very jokingly, but um, the only reason why I could see Charlotte having tape over her mouth was like, hey, I, you seem to know about a lot about David Clark. I want to know how David Clark felt. So, Torch, I don't know. Wait, but what if they're just making a video? like they? <laughs> I don't what? know. You guys both. <laughs> anyway, all right. Oh, my God. For the sake of... We've gone down this too far. Let's let's talk about my clone. <laughs> um, so obviously this is going to launch. We we've kind of wondered what this is all going to be, and now we kind of get to see it. It's the app you can't live without. Um, we're having a launch for it. It's you know everything's kind of in place. Um, all right, I just think that this is the direction social media is going in, and it scares the living crap out of me. Like. Okay, as we, as was announced on the show a couple weeks ago. So I got a Tinder, right? <laughs> this thing's scary as hell. Like, <laughs> if you guys don't know, Tinder is some weird ass online, um, on my phone dating thing. And you're matched up by look. You, you either like something or you hate you, something. Yeah. And you can have like a little profile, whatever it says about you can choose whatever. It's just so many people have access to so many things and Right now, at least, you're putting those things out there. This, you don't even put those things out there. They just, like, find stuff about you. I'm creeped out by... And Twitter this week, I had a horrible experience with, too. So, like, social media, man, if this is where we're going, my clone's a crazy thing. Yeah. It uh, doesn't <laughs> seem that unrealistic, like right. you said. And, um, you know, something that... Yeah, already happens. Like, I'll get ads that pop up on web pages. I'm like, yeah, how do you know? You, yeah, how do you know I shop for that? How do you know I'm that? How do you, you know? And people who are looking for wedding dresses, all of a sudden it will be like all wedding dresses. It's crazy. It's like you're, they're stalking us. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, all the times we sign up for club cards or whatever. And like suddenly, like I have coupons for, we know you shop for this. And how was your purchase for that? And it's, it's so yeah, completely not that unrealistic. Very creepy though. But even more obscurely, I remember it's like um, one of our co-hosts here, she 
is a, a model for another online platform. And I'd never been to that platform before. And all Sarah of a sudden, GGG? No. And all of a sudden, her picture was on the side of my Facebook <laughs> because they recognized that I was friends with her. And they, you know what I mean? It's just like one step further. So this my clone thing is freaky. And apparently, it doesn't have glitches unless Nolan Ross puts them in, which I thought was kind of messed up. Um, I mean, Javier totally screwed him over, so I get why he did it, but Nolan's never been one for revenge. And it's not, well, it, I think it's a couple of things. I think Javier will survive. It's more so, cause he, here's the thing, he, he, all Javier has to go do is go to the public and say, hey, this was not ready for market. Daniel and, um, and, and Margo pushed me to it. You know, uh, because now she's supposed to be the new CEO. And they bought they, me a car. They got me off house arrest. They, they, they blackmailed me to push this out. Right. But, and I, I warned them it was not ready for market. How is he going to get it to the public, though? He knows no one except for Nolan. And I guess Nolan will take him back because Nolan's last statement was like, I'm not going to let you guys smush Javier like I've got his back, even though Javier totally screwed him. But Javier is in love with Charlotte, so he's got that little card as well. Unless he kidnapped her, which, like, probably would be the end of their relationship. <laughs> Not yes. definitely. LOL about Charlotte just wanting to party and take drugs because she's high on life. That could have been a realistic answer. Yeah, I don't even know if that was much of a glitch, but... <laughs> it's, like, on her OkCupid profile. <laughs> That's what I'm... Party and take drugs. I'm serious, though. You should be... Like, if you... I'll give you my Tinder for an hour. You'll have so much fun on it. You look at these things, and people write the weirdest things, and they'll write to you the weirdest things, and then they'll just be pictures of, like, penises and stuff. <laughs> Wonderful. So, is... It, it relates to revenge in a lot of ways. <laughs> totally. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So, the storyline portion of it... Um, totally. I mean, what else is there to say about my clone, I guess? Penis. Yeah, I know. I think it actually, though, is like a multi-multi-billion dollar idea. And somebody's watching the show and trying to figure out how to code my clone. No joke. I mean, I'm sure that we've been kind of... I mean, it's artificial intelligence is what it is. Yeah. So they've But been... next thing you know, it's going to be my clone, but it's going to be with... um, What's it called? A, a hologram? Correct. When, you know... And they're literally going to be there. And you, like, you'll have hologram girlfriends and stuff. I could use uh, a hologram boyfriend. All right. Well, rather than uh, wow, I've made a lot discuss of this the merits of <laughs> the, the, the advancements of social media, let's talk about Pascal and the big storyline of tonight's episode. We, we, we were teased a wedding. A wedding is imminent. We did not see what was going to come. But Agent Rebecca Stone. Yeah, I thought that this was a cool plot twist, um, that this was how she was going to... I mean, they all know that she was being sketchy. The one thing I have a question about is whether she gave the number knowing Victoria would find it. Yeah, that's that's a mystery. I don't, I don't know. Um, I, the way I, that it ends makes me believe that it wasn't like that, because otherwise she wouldn't have disconnected the number, because now Victoria's sketched out, and Victoria's looking for somebody to blame for the death of Pascal and now she's going to try to find this person. I mean, it's realistic that Daniel, you know, if we're cutting ahead in that regard, Daniel says there's something suspicious about why the feds aren't really following up. Yeah. And it, I, you know, it, it, to, it would seem realistic that they could change their number, but they should be following up. Also, did they find the wire on Pascal? Like, did nobody look for the wire on him? We haven't done a full coronary test. But you don't have to do a full coronary, like, 
But Conrad obviously knew about The Wire. Yes, indeed. And it was a brilliant, brilliant play. Especially because he says that right before he goes, watch out. Yeah. So that the pilot hears that. Yeah. And yeah, everything confirms the story. Offers a ride. Just all of it. Do you need me to be more specific? And I thought it was just going to be the helicopter drowned everything out. But that was also brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. um, I just. of all the ways to die, I guess it's better. I, I guess it's better than the typical push him off the building, like, and he fell. You know, this is a little more original. Um, it just was very soap opery, and like even down to the blood that looked like ketchup on his shirt. But I thought it was so poetic because at the beginning, I had like this whole opinion about Conrad just over to Aiden, and in the beginning of the episode when he's like, he's like, ah, excuse me, I don't even get my hands dirty to drive, you yeah. know, and then. He had blood all over. That was a nice suit, you know, covered in ketchup blood. I'm sure he has 50 million of them. I know, but... Covered in ketchup blood. But didn't you see him as manlier? Yeah, what, does he, what does he say? He's like, um, something full of surprises or always for the shock or something. Yes, yeah, I'm always in it for the shock value, something like that. But he also, you know... I do whatever back- I can to win. Don't yeah. you know that about me yet? Like... And going back to the initial Scary. scene with Aiden, you know, he does tell him, uh, you know, you're acting like a, f- a woman right now. Yeah. And <laughs> I guess Conrad was not acting like a woman when he pushed I Pascal. I don't know if you guys remember this, but I used to always pose the question to you guys of who was a worse human being, Conrad or Victoria. And this season has solidified for me that Conrad is by far and away the worst of the two of them. And, As- it's, and it's been so interesting because Emily and... Conrad have grown so close. Yeah, I actually, I actually feel for Victoria sometimes. I feel, I never feel for Conrad, but I do feel for Victoria, and I feel like I'm starting to really like her character. And as she gets closer to knowing what's going on, and I see how smart she is, and she's putting the dots together, and remembering her with David, and and how many things she's been through, and everything she's lost, I. I can see how she ended up the way she is. Conrad, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't relate to him. I don't care. Like, he's a horrible, horrible person. I like him. Uh, and we really don't know. Oh, you think he's good or you like him? I like him. Um, I don't. Do we know anything about Conrad's backstory? Not much. Do you think we'll learn ever? Mm. We know so much about Victoria's that it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's hard for me to, because I know nothing about him really. Like, what? What has he overcome? What, if any? Right, and maybe we're not supposed to. I mean, maybe that's very deliberate that we are supposed to have more compassion for Victoria. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is deliberate, but I wonder if that's ever going to deliberately change. Yeah. It'd be interesting to find out. And still, it just... uh, Sorry, this is changing subjects, but we already dropped the news and gossip, of course, that um, Aiden's leaving the show. We also drop the news and gossip that in the finale, one of the major characters is going to die. So we can only assume that Aiden is going to die. And it bothers me as every single episode goes on that I love Aiden and Emily together. I think they make a great couple. And I'm spending so much time investing myself into them, knowing that, like, all hell's going to break loose. You know, even if he doesn't, isn't the one who dies, she's still going to end up with Jack. And they're still going to be, you know, he's still leaving. So... I just feel like I'm so obsessed with them at this point, and well, for let, for what? Let me, you know, uh, in speaking about Aiden, 
remember they had that Emily and him had that moment of like you know you'll you'll be able to get your hands on him tonight, um, and I found it interesting because ultimately he won't, and so where he's kind of you know he finally get on got on the path of revenge it was all about this and now you know what's he gonna do take down Conrad and that may be sufficient enough but um. Ultimately, he wanted his hands on Pascal, who was responsible for his father's death, and now he well, can't have that. I think he needed some sort of an explanation, and he, he he's never going to have closure there now. Yeah. Even if the end result was going to be Pascal dead either way, he wanted it to be by his hands, and he he wanted answers. Yeah. Um. I, honestly, I don't know if anybody else will be able to provide him with answers. Who knows what Pascal told anybody else? So maybe Conrad knows what happens happened to Aiden's dad, like how he really was murdered, but maybe not. Pascal seems to be kind of a lone wolf, does things. Well, it it's just do we think this what well, it had Pascal been a little bit more forthright with Victoria, and I know he couldn't because of the threat, you know. Um, would he still kind of be alive? Because then, yeah, of course, that because she never would have told Daniel, and then Daniel never would have told Pascal. I mean, Comrade. Yeah. How messed up was that? That Victoria. Daniel? Yeah, that Victoria is like, did you do this? He's like, no. Daniel's becomes a horrifying thing. But it's it's Victoria and it's Margot, which Daniel and Margot have been getting close, and now that's a huge secret that he has. Yeah, he did this. I mean, not really, but kind of. He was the middleman. He said, who could have seen this coming? Well... Yeah, but, and he also says the weird... He's like, getting rid of Pascal is good for you, Dad, basically. Yeah, they're practically high-fiving. Yeah, and weird. also Conrad, like, started being obsessed with Victoria again tonight and was like, I have this weird, like, instinct to protect you. So it seemed like Conrad was digging her again. Well, it was so weird because I, I have that in my notes somewhere that he... I was like, oh, he might actually not have... Not be digging her, not have her best interest, but, but be pointing something out. Hey, are you sure that he wants to marry you? Because it seems like he is just ensuring that you can't corroborate evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was like, that's a completely reasonable point, actually. Uh, but yeah, as it turns out, he just killed two the love of her is lovers. the best argument in court. <laughs> love is the best argument in court every time. But yeah, he just killed two of her lovers just, just twice, just like that. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But had Victoria... <laughs> if David Clark's even dead, now they're starting to bring that up. He and... wouldn't be that young looking. No, no, no. I'm not saying that this is David Clark. I'm saying that it fans right now are thinking that the series is going to end with David Clark actually being alive. Mm. Like he's been... The whole thing's been... And him and Emily reunite and revenge is not needed or something. Not all fans. It's just a theory. That would be the world's worst ending. <laughs> No offense. Do you think she would like send some sort of edible arrangement to the Graysons? Totally. Sorry, like, sorry, babe. My bad. Yeah. Um, I, I just when I, we talk about that, the ending, I'm like, how can this? How? I mean, other than her being with Jack and the Graysons being behind bars, or her dead. dead, or her like actually embracing Victoria or something. I don't know. I just I don't know how I'm gonna feel satisfied. Like, what do you guys need for total satisfaction? I don't know. I I need an ending like Breaking Bad, where it just was totally. Uh, I'm not gonna give it away, but it was just it was just such an ironic way to end. You know, you no one saw it coming. 
Okay. Did you see it coming? Is that what you I never watched Breaking Bad. Okay. But she saw it coming. But I... <laughs> you kept saying that about this episode, and there was a lot that I felt was predictable. Oh, okay, yes. Charlotte yes. again kidnapped. Everything filled us. Yes. <gasps> what? <laughs> and I'm like, really? Really? Who could have seen that coming? <laughs> well, everybody. every Every person here. Yeah. Um, did you did you know that Christina was from Sarajevo and that her she barely got out alive at the age of nine? No, I didn't. Because if that. so, then hats off to you and I quit right now. Okay, but when Pascal started deviating from the plan, I knew he was done. But up until the point that he hit those blades, you were like, oh, "What?" I, I didn't. Okay, I I knew that he was probably going to get. Killed. I thought maybe he would get in the plane. You know, and, and then it would we, explode. No, that we throw him out of the plane <laughs> over like the ocean or something. How about again, totally changing subjects? But Nolan tonight, when he says, I'm the master of the universe, <laughs> I was like, damn right you are, Nolan. Like, okay. And he's like, can you all just live in it? Like, I feel that way all the time, Nolan. Well, it was a great maybe? threat because, I mean, I we'll see how kind of Javier takes it. But who's Kurt Renner? Kurt no, Renner's the mystery man. Yeah, but there's no record of him on file, so I don't. I don't know. What's That's who happen. owns the cabin. But there's no record of him, mm. so I don't know. I want what I always wanted to it, win at any cost. I just think you know, as we're wrapping up, I think overall a really good episode. You know, uh, it, it divides. It divides Daniel and Margot. Not yet. Not but yet, but we see. Yeah, the splintering's there. Uh, Margo's going to go running back to Jack like, I messed up. Jack's going to be like, duh. Peace, bitch. Also, Anna's favorite line of the episode. What? Call 911. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. Maybe we should call 911. Like, I know he was like, better call 911. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's literally chopped into pieces on the floor. <laughs> like, okay. I um, mean, you know, what are you going to do at that point? Anyway. You better call 911. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have news and gossip? We've kind of shared it already-ish. Well, if I may... Um... News and gossip, baby. Hit that button, Roya. After Buzz TV News. Uh, just really quickly, if we could tease that we will have Nick Wexler back next week. Is it, ne- is it next yeah, week? Yeah, the fourth. The fourth is the fourth next week. It, should, it should be next week. So yeah. he'll be back in. He was... He's a he's a lovely human being. You know him as Jack Porter. He was he was on Porter. our show, um, a season two finale. So he's it's and know, he's just he's one of back. the kindest, most humble, funniest people I've ever met. And and, uh, and dig the new haircut. And dig the new <laughs> totally. Um, I concur. And also, I just think that it's really cute and endearing that he's just so humble and like looks at himself as like, oh, I'm not very good. It's like. You clearly are good. Yeah, he's yeah. he's amazing. Yeah, so uh, we're excited to have him back. So, um, speaking of that, um, fans, let us know your questions. You could tweet at AfterBuzz TV. You could, uh, heck, I guess you could Instagram some photos if you want. Um, but uh, Roxy Stryer, correct? Yeah, at Roxy Stryer. Couple for mayor. That's me. And uh, with that, let's get into some predictions about what Jack is going to be doing next episode. And now you're AfterBuzz. What do we think? Um, I thought that something about empire crumbling, 
the Conrad's empire is going to crumble. Yeah, okay. Conrad was scary as hell in that scene from next week. When he yells, I'm like, okay, Dad. Like, <laughs> like he, he scares me. Um, but- well, I think I think if he's, you know, he doesn't like to get his hands dirty, now he's finally gotten his hand. He's always had people doing his, um, his dirty work for him, and now that he's fully involved, I think he's just like, you know what? No one's going to stop me, and if you guys think that, yeah. uh, you know, you guys have anything on me, I put an end to this right now. Uh, yeah, um, I think one of the most interesting parts about next week will be the fact that Charlotte is the only character on the show that every single person on the show cares about, um, and she's the one getting abducted. So people are definitely coming out, going to come out of the woodwork to try to protect her. You know, Emily has taken her because obviously it's her sister. Uh, Jack, we know, loves her, um, and then she has all the Graysons behind her. So you know, every and Javier, no Javier, one. no, you know, Charlotte is. Uh, Even though she's not the center of the show, she's the only person that everybody kind of pulls for, uh, which is interesting because she's the one in danger. So we'll see how what happens there. And if he is holding her for some kind of ransom, I don't think money ransom, but something, I wonder who it's from. You know, is it from the Graysons? Does he want something from Victoria? Does he want something from Emily? Does he want something from Jack? He was looking outside Jack's window. Is it even him? Maybe it's Javier. I think my clone's also going to ultimately play a big factor. Maybe not next episode. <gasps> they're going to be like, my clone, where are you? And they're going to say where Charlotte is. Who knows? Oh, She's like, I'm getting high. Right <laughs> yeah. Well, in that's the fake Charlotte. They'll the... pull her up and she'll have tape on her mouth on my clone. Yeah. They have real-time pictures of everybody. Um, and then it seemed like Emily was talking to somebody behind bars. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. She's like, so I don't think after everybody. I don't think Mason Treadwell is coming back, but maybe somebody else is back. Who knows? I thought that about the cabin. I'm like, oh, is Mason Treadwell involved in this? He loves cabins. He does. He does. Yeah. This is going to be a great episode. <laughs> Why do you laugh? It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Nobody's going to see anything coming. Oh, there's a lot of mystery <laughs> so coming. Good. It's going to be literally the best episode ever. <laughs> Nobody's going to see anything coming at all. But saying that, come on. Come I'm just on, kidding. Guys. No, come are you on. kidding? We love it. revenge. That's why we're here every Sunday night. I mean, it's. I just get giddy. It's, My it's eyes literally glue midnight. On that it's midnight. It's now Monday morning. You so. just approach it with the same level of enthusiasm and excitement. I just but. have my popcorn, you know, and I know fans may not necessarily watch the show with popcorn on a big screen like we do, but you know what? It oh, just you gets fancy, me, huh? I fancy. It just gets me sucked right in. <laughs> well, I'm glad. <laughs> All right. We will so. be back next Anyway, <laughs> as I mentioned, Roxy Stryer on Twitter and Instagram. Copple for mayor. That's K-O-P-P-F-O-R? K-O-P-P-E-L. Copple. Copple. F-O-R. F-O-R. Mayor. M-A-Y-O-R. All right. And AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Don't forget, if you haven't downloaded so, we have an Android and iOS app. Um, for your convenience to download and listen to all of our shows. Um, thank you, Roya, for being in the booth. We'll see you next time for Revenge, episode 21. Woo! From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 